No, so meditation, some schools have made meditation into a secretive process. And there are reasons for it. Reasons is in ancient times there was something called as Adhikar Bhed. Everybody was not given entrance into the actual spiritual life. It's like when we have questions and all this, it's not the real journey. It's just preparation of the journey. And the reason was that spiritual life has its own um, rigors, it has its own challenges and uh, it needs a preparation. It's like uh, any other mother has used the word, it's like uh, discovering new continents. You have to be armed with that kind of patience, perseverance. So um, once one has got admittance into it and one starts walking and if one is not ready, then it can lead to difficulties because already you know one is tackling with a lot of challenges in everyday life and then one takes to this new challenge. So that's why in many schools of initiation in ancient times there used to be something called as Adhikar Bhed. Sabko nahi dete the. Log ana jana rakhte the, they would go, come and then time came when they were given this secret initiation. Even today some schools maintain it. But there is also the other side that um, because humanity has practiced various forms of path over millenniums, so certain roads have become fairly open. It's like when first time people go across a path, the the road is, you know, but when you go frequently on a path, then many of the dangers, many of the issues, many of the problems have been taken care of. So there, there are, uh, I mean, that strict Adhikar Bhet is no more followed. One can take to the journey without seriously getting into the initiative business. Second is that in certain schools of yoga, especially the tantric schools where, you know, there was powerful awakening of Kundalini, you needed the guru who can actually guide you through the critical stages. And because of this need of the Guru, there was um, a secrecy maintained around it. Because Guru has to be ready, how much burden I can take. But in the Vedantic paths, and there are Vedantic forms of meditation, which don't need a Guru. You know, you you can say meditate upon a mantra like Om. And there are several other mantras which have become now universal because of their frequent usage. Uh, there are some secret mantras used by certain tantric yogas and some secret schools of Vedantic initiation also. But there are now universal mantras. Om is a universal mantra. Gayatri mantra is a universal mantra. So there are many other such mantras which one can meditate upon and actually proceed on the path without the need of a external guru and without any of these secret schools. And it can go as far as actually freeing the consciousness from the clutch of ignorance. So this is the background of the secrecy and the non-secrecy. <clears throat> as to the process, the various types of meditation. So meditation is more of a, uh, you know, there, there is a differentiation made spiritually, spiritually between meditation and concentration. So meditation is more of a process of the mind where you pick up an idea. Um, a thought which is powerful and liberative. Actually, even in the mantra, that is an important aspect. So when one meditates on the Gayatri mantra, it's a very powerful idea uh, where the Rishi is invoking the light of the sun, the divine energy, 
to illumine the mind and free the consciousness of ignorance so it's a very powerful mantra or simply om which uh, the idea here is that all that is contained in creation and all that is beyond creation is all contained in this single sound it's just one vibration which takes many forms so that way the more we meditate upon these great ideas uh, with the sense behind them like divine is in all all is in the divine all is the divine then it helps the consciousness slowly to grow into that because this is the uh, secret truth that whatever we contemplate upon that begins to we begin to grow into the likeness of that so many of the practices that are advised like detachment and uh, not too much engagement with the surface life you cannot avoid you know this is a part of life but if one gets too much engaged then um, consciousness is more involved with that so it begins to become uh, change according to those things whereas when we meditate upon these great truths contemplate upon them then the consciousness begins to be molded in that direction so this is one part of the meditation then there is another thing which is concentration it's even more powerful so concentration implies that there are doors within our uh, human system not just the body through which consciousness individual consciousness trapped within the framework of nature magic circle of nature every creature has its nature animal nature human nature and human beings also there are different types stages of development so it can pierce there are certain access points we may use the word weak spots or open spots through which it can actually escape and enter into the vastness and freedom and infinity so uh, what uh, is done in that is that the whole consciousness within this trap trap hole is concentrated is made to concentrate on one of these points which are called as centers of concentration or chakras in the ancient system and um, after mm-hmm. a while it pierces through now to aid this concentration one needs either an image or a name or a some kind of form and sometimes even without it just the aspiration to pierce through and then after a while this this is a more strenuous process but definitely a more powerful process meditation is a more mental process it takes longer it's a little safer concentration is a very strenuous process you know because you are really literally drilling a hole in meditation you are just orienting your consciousness in a certain way which is uh, beautiful you know but concentration is literally you are drilling a hole inside nature and escaping into a different dimension altogether sometimes that change can be unnerving imagine a animal with all the animal tendencies and uh, the animal form suddenly woke up one day in new york with the consciousness of a human being it will be very unnerving because it won't know ki ye kya ho raha hai main kis body mein hu kyon kar raha hu tendencies uski animal hain par uski consciousness mein ek alag human dimension aa gaya it has begun to understand computers it begun to understand uh, you know the way human beings deal with each other so the same thing happens with concentration so uh, concentration one should uh, start with little little say 2 10 minutes of 2 uh, or 3 doses if i may say so concentration in the beginning is never advised that you do 2 hours of concentration start with maybe 15 minutes 
morning 15 minutes afternoon 15 minutes in the evening so that's where one can concentrate on any of these centers of concentration either in the head anywhere in the head this is a door or in the heart this is another door above the head is another door so but this and this comes very natural to human being in the center of the brows or anywhere in the head or in the heart this is the spot now one can concentrate depending on one's predilection one can concentrate on fire which is a universal symbol because you need something initially to hold on to of course if one can concentrate on the presence of the divine it's wonderful but for the human mind in the beginning it is very difficult so what may also help is some image of the divine you know anyone like krishna shiva or a great master who represents for you very naturally the divine and you concentrate on him and the divine presence that he embodies and slowly initially 10 10 10 minutes 15 minutes slowly you will see ki isme ras aane lagta hai shuru mein difficulty hoti hai because you know you all should to be all we can come come there ha yeah. ha yeah, yeah yeah so you know we don't have to Actually, I had. I, so had. I also had. <laughs> so initially, क्या होता है ना? It's very mechanical. It's very dry. You sit and nothing happens. Like any great endeavor, you you sit and try, nothing happens. Maybe two months, you just do every day mechanically, and nothing is happening. Now many people give up, but if you persist, after a couple of months, you will see that. you have started getting rasa in it acha lagta hai you you almost get into that atmosphere you look forward to that time when you are going to sit and concentrate and then you start entering into that other domain where experiences begin that's when you know uh, experiences will begin sometimes one can literally while concentrating aspire for peace aspire for beauty aspire for love aspire for wisdom aspire for ananda aspire for strength will depend upon the calling of each person or aspire for the wonderful divine presence and in front of this uh, as a result of this persistent aspiration then the door opens when the door will open um, no one can predict and that's where the divine is preparing the consciousness is, is this stage is called as hatching of the egg so you know you may sit and nothing may happen and that's when many people uh, get distracted ki nahi meditation mere bas ka nahi hai ya concentration mere bas ka nahi hai nahi aisa nahi hai or uh, at some stage one has to you know undertake this then after a while this door opens and once the door opens then you have to just persist to become wider and wider till a time comes when uh, things like peace um, beauty joy they will become part of the nature but the door has been opened basically you have to break free from the magic circle of nature that's what is concentration but only meditation and concentration is not enough so this when people think okay i have done meditation and concentration spiritual life ho gaya now imagine a scenario where 15 20 minutes half an hour one hour uh, somebody is spending in meditation and concentration but 23 hours one is doing something exactly opposite so it won't work it will be like 
um, creating a opposition and conflict and uh, uh, the energies which are working for the release uh, there is a um, other kind of energy which one is nurturing inside then the body and um, mind can become a terrible battleground because on one side you are inviting the gods on other side so it's important to uh, along with concentration meditation it's important to have a certain state during everyday life so one of the simplest formulas for that is remember and offer so before undertaking any activity uh, before having a cup of tea before sitting in the office before preparing something waiting for some friend going for an interview taking somebody's interview just for a short while inwardly one doesn't have to close the eyes and utter a mantra or do anything dramatic but inside there is a pause and in that pause what you are doing is you are invoking the divine presence that's all in whatever way it doesn't matter um, then after the activity is over you once again pause and offer the whole thing as one does this and in between you will have time because there there are not always activities going on it can be done anywhere you may be in one may be in bathroom one may be taking a bath shower sitting and uh, releasing one's you know uh, urine and everything it can be done and it should be done because all activities have to be referred to the divine then uh, slowly one will see that in between also the remembrance comes while you are taking the interview while you are uh, you know going driving a car while you are uh, watching a movie um, while you are talking to someone this remembrance come because it again jisko kehte hain na ras aana shuru ho jata hai and the third practice along with this which is advised is nishkam karma do your best nishkam karma is not about slip shot work that is misconception do your best because it's your seva to the lord wherever you are working with as much perfection as one can but don't do it with an eye on results do it as a means of your service to the lord what the lord will give you is his prerogative he may give you success make you a king or he may just you are continuing the way it was and that one has to accept that's another training so if all these three are combined then a stage comes um, when you begin to because right now we are doing the karma based on the impulsion of nature then there comes a stage when you begin to actually make choices not based on the past impulsion but on something else that's what you know people talk about divine will uh, there is something else which begins to indicate guide help you begin to become aware that i am not alone in this journey i never was alone there is someone who is holding my hand who is ready to take my life as his life and make it his own that's when the bhakti element starts and true bhakti not going to you know temple and putting a bell or agarbatti but the bhakti which comes from the sense of the dynamic divine presence in our life and then of course life begins to change most beautifully first stage maximum effort second stage effort becomes less and less because you are extending the consciousness of meditation into waking hours and the last stage when bhakti start then it's an effortless uh, journey so these are the steps and stages and each one has to undertake it in one's own way it's not like this way of meditation is better say 
in Shurabindo's yoga, it is meditation on the mother's presence. And uh, on her name or Shurabindo's name. There are some mantras which um, can awaken from within, uh, depending on the need and depending on the preparation. Even a line of Savitri can be a mantra. Now specifically I am speaking of Shurabindo's yoga. But there are people who can follow the journey with their own goals, uh, spiritual goals is perfectly fine. And they will have their own way. There are people who meditate on Om and it helps them. I myself used to meditate on the Gayatri Mantra uh, for quite some time. And it helped prepare a certain ground. So um, it can be simply one of the universal mantra. Om Namo Bhagavate or Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya with the idea Vasudeva is the divine presence within. In Shurabindo's yoga one would say Om Namo Bhagavate Sri Arvindaya. Basically it's the divine presence. Or simply Ma Mira Sharna Mama. Yeah, just Ma Ma Ma. I know number of people who, who the only mantra they do is Ma 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 in the heart. Or just a presence in the heart. That's about Shurabindo's yoga because it has a certain aim of uh, transformation. So uh, you invoke and aspire for the mother's presence are forced to take hold of this nature basically behind it that is the whole idea so while divine is everywhere but he doesn't start working unless nature calls for it and there is a reason because it can upset everything so he is like more like a presence and watching the play but when you invoke the presence that no I have let this life, this egoistic life which is fine but now I want something much greater, then that presence gets activated. It's like you have a mobile but you have not activated the connection. That's just like that. So, in Shobindo's yoga it is called as the passive and the dynamic side of one reality. So, in Vedanta there is the passive side. That's why you don't have to really invoke the presence. Just meditate and contemplate in pure Jnana Yoga, you don't even bring Bhakti and you just meditate and contemplate and concentrate till you pierce a gap, enter into the vast um, infinity of the Self and it is liberative because after that the grip of many things which trouble us, make us anxious are no more there. And somebody who does that more and more during the time of passing will just pass beyond this fear without any, hesit- without any problem. But wherever there is the change required, then one invokes the dynamic side. Uh, so that's why in Shurabindo's Yoga we have this, uh, mother has used the word dynamic meditation. One can sit and invoke her presence, even imagine that there is a light which is coming down you know, from above the head, bringing peace into each and every cell. Meaning thereby you are uh, calling some force or power of the divine, the divine Shakti, the divine mother's force, to change the nature or bring in new elements of nature which are otherwise not there. There are there are things of which we are not aware. We have heard them only as um, as words. Wisdom. Can it be without even a mantra also like just a mantra? Yes. Yes, it's possible. See, mantra is a help. It's like the principle of mantra is that sound has power. So really go into it. Uh, the idea also has power. We know it. When we read a book, it influences us. So word has power and sound has power. And this even we recognize. So mantra is about uh, utilizing this power of the the double effect of the power of the word 
which is and and if you resolve word and sound it it's into a certain vibration words by their inner sense are charged with certain vibrations the sound carries within it certain intrinsic vibrations so there is a whole science of the mantra and there can be mantra which is only sound without the meaning so you have tantric beej mantras like that so you see hrim uh, hrim hrim now if you really go into uh, but it is a very powerful mantra to invoke let us say the kali's presence so it is a sound vibration which um those who had the experience experienced that the vibration of the mighty energy of kali which changes time has a certain correspondence to this sound and that's why when one uses only mantra it is good to know its uh, correct pronunciation i mean that's why you have all this science but um, certainly one can concentrate and meditate without the mantra there a lot of people who do it it just said it becomes sometimes a little more difficult sound and word help otherwise just concentrate on the presence in the heart center or in the head lot of people do it very wonderful results for my son like if you want to because like introduce him to the meditation just chanting om for 10 minutes very good that's good enough nothing more than that at his age just if he can be introduced to chanting om or uh, you know the best way to do it another thing for children helps is kirtan now kirtan we don't do uh, it's not a spiritual practice those there are some traditions which use it as a spiritual practice uh, but kirtan is very good to create an atmosphere and you know the best way is when children are small to sit together because if you tell you do it they don't like it very much but if every day in ancient uh, hindu homes there used to be uh, the tradition of sandhya vandan I, i don't know you may have I, i have gone through that process so every evening it was told to us that this is a time when we will have bhajan kirtan so whether we liked it or not it got into the system so you know we just sat together um, and my father would do bhajan and kirtan and whether we fully joined or not whether our eyes was on the watch khatam hoga jayenge but it created an atmosphere and so it's good to engage children in that way it's like this is a family uh, work which is you know that way they get engaged and after a while it gets into the system that okay this time okay there will be days when they are busy but 10 minutes if one can sit and do bhajan kirtan it's a very engaging process and then yes chanting om together simply certain things that there is a greater reality and you know when they see parents do it that also helps because they see that my papa is sitting in meditation for some time it helps them to understand there is something because they idolize us we don't realize how much they um, you know idolize the parent they see and then they feel there is something that you know is happening out there which i don't understand also one should openly talk about these things as you said one should have questions uh, children should raise questions it's not about blind belief because um, it's not good also and then hypocrisy comes in because children have stopped believing in something and they are going so let them raise questions freely about everything including existence of god without one should uh, 
जजिंग देम एंड से थिंकिंग दैट ओ तू नास्तिक हो गया है तो ऐसा हो गया है नहीं जस्ट लेट देम रेज क्वेश्चन Another very good way for children is stories. Uh, you know the stories from Bhagwat, for example. I have found them one of the best stories to prepare children to understand some profound truths. Don't tell them the moral. Morals uh, of the story which are given are actually not the right morals. There is something much profound, and I'll give you an example. Must have heard the story of Sagar Manthan, the Kurma Avatar. so my son was very fond of this story and whenever i would be there because i would be mostly uh, i was working with their force and when i would come and night he would sleep and say ki wo uh, samudra manthan story suno samudra manthan so several times he heard that story <laughs> somehow he liked it then one day he was playing game and um, his nani was there and of course my wife was there and i was also there and we were all busy with some work and nani and uh, his mom means naturally mother and daughter are discussing about you know some sarees they bought and you know waha market mein ye hua something which is very normal natural discussion in a home probably he was getting disturbed you know whatever he was doing he was little grown up 5 years 6 year old maybe 7 at the most not more than that suddenly he turns and says nani aapko mohini chahiye ya amrit chahiye This is the sense he took out of the story, which is actually the sense of the story. The story is actually about the last and final choice, which is given to the gods and the asuras that you both have laboured. But finally, you tell me what you want. You want Mohini by your labour, you can get Mohini, or by your labour, you can get Amrit. So asura choose for the Mohini, and the gods choose for the Amrit. So that's the last test. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he. ये जस्ट आज एंड एवरीबडी वॉज स्टैंड एंड सी नेचुरली आज की क्या बोल रहा है क्या बोल रहा है देन वी एक्सप्लेन टू हर दैट दिस द स्टोरी एंड द इफेक्ट ऑफ द स्टोरी मेनी सच थिंग्स हैव ए वेरी प्रोफाउंड इम्पैक्ट विदाउट अवर रियलाइजिंग इट द स्टोरीज हैव बीन बिल्ट लाइक दैट वेर इज इफ यू सी मोर वेस्टर्नाइज स्टोरी लाइक ई सब्स फेबल दे आर गुड बट दे आर मोर एट अ वेरी ह्यूमन लेवल एंड दीज स्टोरीज आर डीपली मिस्टिक सो all the dashavatar stories for example are very profound one should talk share with the children in the dohas and gurbani that should run in the background mm-hmm. gurbani and dohas are very good but probably children at see depends on the stage mm-hmm. they may not be ready to absorb that stories are much simpler simpler yeah so till 5 6 7 stories mm-hmm. after that children are not willing to listen to stories so if you have in the background as if you are listening so this i advise to people in our context uh, savitri music so often people say because it helps a lot i have seen myself like um often i just put uh, the music in the background while i am in the room doing different things uh, it's there in the background it's a tremendous help now obviously you can't tell a child sit and listen to the music he won't so just uh, you put in the morning or any time in your background i have seen shabad in the background gurbani is a wonderful thing but if you ex- try to explain it children won't you know won't like it and they don't have time 
but just the vibration because people are singing it with so much bhakti uh, of course one should be careful in choosing like there are some bhajans which are sung beautifully others which are more like another bollywood song so it's what kind of vibrations are coming what kind of bhava is coming bhajan is lot to do with the bhava so if you get something nice it should play in the background if they grow up and ask it's okay then one can tell the meaning of it i have in my office in ashram nursing home there is a lady who works there very nice lady she is she is a odia lady who doesn't understand punjabi at all i am i also don't understand much you know i it's not my mother tongue but my wife is a punjabi so i have heard you know and there are other swami so i have heard gurbani through that and i like the bhava like you know any any beautiful thing so <laughs> one day she was she asked for more bhajans because morning she'll play bhajans so um, i gave her a lot of bhajans and in that bhajans one of them was gurbani i had not realized ki <laughs> and she started playing and um, it's a very good background so first time i became aware that i had these bhajans when she started so i said what are you playing by the way she said gurbani it's sabad sabad so she went on to the list and saw sabad i said wow this is wonderful she said yes is very nice so i said do you understand she said no but i like it and several times she puts it it creates a very nice atmosphere i do not understand but i love those yeah yeah so the yeah it's very beautiful and the way it is sung it's something so nice yeah yeah very nice and of course when you hear the words they are bhakti basically sikh movement was a bhakti movement if you see the way from guru nanak downwards by the way today we just happened to mention and you asked you know it's the uh, martyrdom day of one of the gurus tek bahadur uh, you know the story it's a very amazing story no what the story the story goes that uh, aurangzeb was just converting everybody by force so people requested him that do something and when will this whole thing end he said if one holy and pious person can sacrifice himself then this reign will come to an end so they are wondering who can be such a person then his son says who else than you a very nice couple i am forgetting now but he says who else but you so he says okay so he gives a challenge to aurangzeb this is not myth this is a well documented story he says if you convert me because khalsa panth was formed to safeguard the hindus and the dharma one of the purpose was this he said if you convert me i can assure you that all the hindus will get converted and aurangzeb tried to uh, torture his family members including his children they all died they were killed in brutal ways sitting on hot plate and things like that and he refused so finally he called him on a public square where everybody was watching and he said now every his children two children young children were killed sitting on hot plate diwar mein chunwana ye sab kiya mar dala he didn't budge and 
on the public square when he came everybody could see a very quiet and serene face and he said i am uh, whatever is god's will i'll accept you know people get so troubled thoda problem ho gaya life mein and you know look at the bhakti and the surrender it's so inspiring all your family members are gone and you are facing imminent death and you are not saying ki what kind of god i think i did a wrong thing he just stays with that same serene surrender and is beheaded finally kill and obviously aurangzeb loses the battle by killing him this is a paradox of this <laughs> and that's when the last guru guru gobind singh the the head is brought to him uh, by panda sahib you know in in uh, delhi there is a gurudwara called gurudwara shishganj so gurudwara shishganj is because the head of the ninth guru was brought there so that's why it is a very special place it's about his martyrdom so guru gobind rai you know later on of course we use the word guru gobind singh that is because the khalsa pant was formed like that but uh, he then organized all the force and waged the war on one side and of course shivaji on the other side and that's how the entire mughal empire came down to really see its history he tried to lure capture guru gobind singh and capture shivaji and you know it didn't didn't finally because that sacrifice was made so sometimes as i was uh, speaking of the case of nirbhaya that is an unconscious sacrifice but sometimes nature uses one human being sacrifice christ shubhendra used the word christ from his cross humanized europe if you see before that and even later on what a brutal civilization <laughs> civilization bowling it john of arc jala diya on the stake you know it is she is burnt i mean you don't have such story in india if you have such stories will be asuras but even asuras are decent guys compared to <laughs> If you really look at even the asuras in India, decent guys. I mean, Ravana will not just touch uh, Sita because she refuses, and Kansa is killing those children because he is threatened that in me one of them is going to kill me. Otherwise, he has levied heavy taxation. So, if you really see, even the asuras have shades of. But look at the common, not common humanity. It was the religion, the religious people. The priest had actually. killed um, john of arc burnt at the stake imagine putting a saintly person of the stature of christ on the cross tying him hands and two sides thieves i mean you can't imagine this ever happening in the indian context with any saint the closest that happens was when the yavans did the akraman and they started destroying the yagvedis and killing or from the other side the wave of asuras came they were never regarded as normal human beings it's just impossible and doing this kind of a activity so it's very interesting today is the martyrdom day martyrdom day of guru teg bahadur very amazing koi baat nahi pondicherry aayega yahan aap aa gaye mata ji ne arrange kar diya ha bilkul bilkul mother ka arrangement hai iska ye you know sometimes it is so true there was navjad ji ek bar america mein ya kahan par lecture dene gaye main mujhe yaad nahi kahan ki baat hai to 
he was uh, basically one person turned there and came all the way and you know turned towards mother and she would know. So he asked mother that itna door, you know, I went so far and <laughs> so he said uh, there was only this one person who turned and opened and all this travel and all this, is it worth it? Mother said, it was only for this one person that I had sent you there. <laughs> so always there are some truths, uh, you know, of course mother's action is at many levels. So yesterday we were talking about how many persons don't worry about it. But start a study circle, that's what I feel. A regular study circle, maybe a weekly satsang, I don't know, you have uh, how, how often you meet. But uh, not just darshan days. Oh, weekly, doesn't matter. See, thoda mehnat lagegi, ana jana, it's okay. That's what, that much we can do in, and uh, read something, not just uh, live divine, but something from Savitri, something from maybe prayer, something from mother's writings, letters on yoga, which are very simple. So every week, and doesn't matter who will come, who will not come, even if there are two persons, even if you are alone, this is your time with the mother. <laughs> you can pick up a time which is by and large convenient to everyone and then who will come who will not come is not the issue sit together and start a weekly satsang we can do something in the CBD as well during lunch time so anyway yeah. in office area so 12 to 1 anyone can just come because for lunch people go out anyway you can sit together yes and decide what is a common time which can be, uh, you know, good. And uh, then, if nobody, then uh, alone. It, some days it will be everyone, some days it will be alone. But you are never alone because mother is there. But fixed time. It should not be a, Acha dekh lete is same. Because then you create an atmosphere and the divine presence. Then don't worry about the numbers. Even if you are few, it is like it creates a force field. And... Um, the second is that time to time you can invite someone. Yeah. Say you are reading something from mother which is very contemporary and relevant. Mother's writings are very, very uh, simple and very, yes, uh, she touches upon many aspects of life or from the letters and somebody is interested. Like it was so nice, he's interested in meditation and con- contemplation. So you can read that passage that day and we are going to read this and you know if somebody is interested you know just give them a kind of invite and if they want to fine and the third thing which you can do is um, which is very helpful is something like an all India magazine and uh, maybe I don't know what are the overseas subscription but you can always one of you when you go you can pick up from there and you can you know only thing is that Subscription ka ye hai ki it comes every month. But if you have an Indian or even on the website, you have the website on which it comes. I think ek mahina purana aata hai. So you can, you know, it's very nice. So inform people about it that they can go to the website. So it's just passing information. We are not here to, uh, we are not selling a product or converting anyone. That should be clear. But people don't know. So, you know, that, that is, uh, uh, that's our work to just inform them that this is um, available. Who knows when, who will read a passage or a phrase. As Savitri says, a casual passing phrase can change our life and may, may want to go deeper. So, that, that should be 
so these are the three three kind three activities which will be very nice we have to meet every last Thursday of every month mm. so it's like stamped and I'm also involved here in Java Meetup now so we have first Wednesday of every month mm-hmm. so if, because it is always there mm. it is just there in your so yes you love everything so that you keep that yes and this is there so yes. other than that I'll, I'll plan mm. it's just every, it's a recurring event so which, which kind of helps yes it helps in every way in Sydney Centre, in Sydney they read basically and they of course come also for special days, but they read and uh, they read different things. I think they read Savitri also, they have a Savitri reading where everybody reads one one passage. That each person, each centre will discover its own way. I personally feel um, reading something from letters on yoga and uh, the mother's writings uh, maybe starting with a prayer of the mother, which one person, maybe by rotation, reads. Ki, okay, now you have to prepare a prayer. So you pick up a prayer. You choose a prayer. And you come and read. Say, let's say that on one particular week or uh, month, so you prepare a prayer. Then you have some readings. And it's very good if everybody is engaged. So everybody takes a passage from anywhere from mother's writings or from letters on yoga. Or other ways you pick up a theme. They do in Jaipur center like that. That okay, this this month to make it even more interesting that we are going to read on divine grace. Mm. So each one brings a passage. So you are engaged. Mm. It's not like passive mm-hmm. So you prepare. Of course it's not a, like if you don't prepare, you don't prepare. But uh, you can take out. And then that is read by each person. Then there is a very, very short little bit discussion. Discussion is not about like, you know, doubts and all. But more like, yeah, it's how to really say, put it in life about the practice part. That is a discussion, very short discussion. And then end by reading Savitri. Now, Savitri, some people do it like everybody reads. I personally feel it's good if one person reads at the end, who, you know, has the right, um, has picked up some intonation. And you can start or end with a meditation with mother's music or Sunil Das music which Sunil Das music is all available on the net and if you don't find it let me know so we can you know, send you so and they have Om Choir hmm. they have Om Choir but Om Choir um, I mean it's okay if you feel engaged but this this is the way mother herself had spoken about organizing a study center if you want to do additionally home choir depending on the time that's a different thing but this is something which is huh? I personally feel just reading Mother Shivabindo ending with a meditation with Mother's or Sunil Das music that's good enough more than enough <coughs> actually it's not home choir which is done there it's in home chanting so one can chant if one wants but why not then Om Anandamai Chaitanyamai Satyamai and uh, close with that. That's each one's uh, flexibility and predilection. So, ye to shuru kar lo. It's good if you have a fixed place. Haan, it's good if you can have a fixed place like that because then you can, you know, gather the energies and charge it and yes. Mm. 
which you can dedicate for this purpose. And of course, you if you are living there, you are living there, fine. But where you, on whatever day you decide, you can yeah. sit together. And then over period of time, who will join, not join, that's a different story. You can even form a WhatsApp group where you can post today's, today's reading, today's this thing, or as a reminder, and we are going to pick up this theme. You can have music. She sings very well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Yes, you can have music, both singing, chanting, as well as. Uh, in fact, the mantra she was singing very beautiful. And then, after initially, uh, four or five times, then others can also join. It's a very powerful mantra. And then, end with Sunildas or Mother, because it's very. Mother has spoken about this Sunildas music very highly. And there are Sunildas music with Savitri recitation by the mother. Heard about that? Mm. You must have heard. Mm. It's very beautiful. Mother's Savitri recitation with Sunildas music. Whole selections are there. In playground they play that. Sometimes, yeah. And all this you can easily get. If... I mean, if you have it, fine. Otherwise, when you come next time, let me know. All that is needed is a pen drive. That's all. I heard it first time when the son of grade one or two, that little when you went to class. And they were playing that in uh, the playground. Everyone was sitting down. It was very calm. And people around were actually crying. They started to cry. I didn't get the meaning at all. But now I get mm. somehow hearing mother's voice with that. The using meditations. And I had been first time, like I was the, I, I, I still can, but I, I was the naughtiest child of the family. And first time when we went, <laughs> I never was interested in ashrams, I was eating every day in Ramana. You know, mm. initially it was Ramana, A to B. And mm. <laughs> all the way it was me, and I tried all the restaurants, can't mm. take it. <laughs> and uh, I went to the Darshan, Darshan room and I started sitting on, I started with Mother Shri said, why not I? So I started Sitting. <laughs> <laughs> so I, was like, I was like playing around, but uh, it, it, I think, but I, when I saw like people are actually so serious. Somebody like you can't speak, so uh. I was uh, finding why, why you can't speak. Uh, but I think now I'm getting why, why yeah. you can't speak. <laughs> <laughs> At what age children can enter ashram? Four years. Four years. Or on their birthdays. So there are instances where before four years they have been allowed on their birthday. On their birthday. So that's when mother would have permitted. No, no. See, this is uh, many of these rules have their own. (coughs) They're all debatable. There was a time when uh, children were because of the intense force. So, generally they would, you know, be permitted. I don't know when this started, but I know so many instances documented where babies have come and met mother and she's taken Mm. into her lap. So, yeah, there are photos. So, I don't know who and why and when this rule started. In fact, there is a writing of the mother where she says that, you know, 
though initially the force is too much so you know children were uh, told not to come probably it may have started much earlier but later on she says that now it is fine because divine love takes care of everything it limits itself and gives only that much which uh, one is ready to receive and assimilate so there is an actual writing in the agenda but problem is that many persons don't read all this even in ashram context they just continue with the tradition i don't think this tradition has any meaning at this point of time because mother has many things which mother initiated she changed later on because she is divine shakti she is not bound by some works or some way of life as uh, things evolve <laughs> but we hold on to <laughs> speaking of ashram uh, thursday meditation you know once they played this uh, music some song french soldier song song for uh, you know when they were going the troops were going for the war so they this there is a very famous song i um, i am not the right person to speak about the song itself but the the gist of it was they are saying farewell to all those near ones those whom they love and you know they are going so people who had gone for meditation all stiff they they felt ye ye kya ho gaya ye kya chala diya hai meditation mein this is not a meditation thing meditation thing has to have some you know mantras some days or that so some of them complained to the mother and mother said but it was very nice i liked it it's it's very good song it means this why can't you meditate <laughs> so uh, they broke all traditional ideas about because spirituality is a wide movement it's not a limited narrow uh, rigid something so i don't know why and by um, uh, this rule and all this came up and um, when they will go but um, as of now the rule is there four years for playground and um, samadhi and 14 years for matri mandir matri mandir i can understand it's because children will go and probably you know uh, disturb the but again it depends i think children past 10 also can understand it's not necessary and there are grown ups who don't understand the need to remain silent so one has to probably be a little more uh, flexible in these issues uh, just wonder why you started any person just like for my personal experience when i went to bombay second time uh, i just reached to the ashrams steps nothing just just there and i started crying like uh, anything oh. <laughs> people were asking me what happened i don't know i i was people were asking you there like my uh, just you are okay na ha ah, <laughs> that is different yeah people so. in pondicherry understand it i'll give you very simple reason for it <clears throat> so what happens supposing for years you have not gone to your home <laughs> what do you do when you reach your home mm-hmm. how do you express you are overwhelmed at some point you will have tears because you have missed your mom like anything so it's like homecoming the real ghar wapsi because you have um, we have all stayed for lives away from you know since before time began we have all stayed away and a time comes when you suddenly become aware ki oh my parents 
those who have loved me through all these lives i didn't know them i was investing my emotions here there everywhere what happens when you reach there you just embrace your mother or rather she embraces you <laughs> and she says my child i love you that's all i know i understand this very they are psychic tears tears of the soul stepping forward i know a lady who was in terminal stage of cancer and first time she went to ashram and she was an atheist but because i was um, a psychologist and i was up across the room as a psychiatrist and she saw me reading and all somewhere she got interest and terminal stage of cancer so she just visited the ashram and she started nahi uh, nahi isko bahne do so she she went there and started crying and she she came back and said i don't know what happened to me uh, i said what words popped up in your heart said that as if i have come home the last 6 months that she experienced it and she died looking at mother's picture with a smile on her face when pulse was not there blood pressure was not there still she was smiling looking at the picture and the doctors didn't know ki is she really dead pulse blood pressure not recorded so they are called as psychic tears of devotion i have a question like sometimes when you are in a very elated state um and we like you just want to leave everything and just just go mm. without any thinking uh, but then there are like uh, few arguments from people and other things which really tell you that you should not disregard material things like sansar jina hai you cannot just become a sadhu or so how how do you relate like there is a thing that you want to go but then there are things which you also have to do like fulfill duty and stuff see there are two three things about it one is one is that society and what people say that part should be very clear that we are leading a life which is given to us it's something very sacred we got to make our choices nobody makes a choice for us people have a right to suggest but choice is our and we are responsible for our choices this is the minimum required as any self respecting human being people can suggest they have a right to suggest that you know this life that life are you making and this is not about spiritual life about everything it be marriage job living in some place they have a right to suggest or the other the privilege of suggesting but you call the shot and if you call the if you take a decision then it's no more people you have taken a made a choice and you take the consequences so this is one part of it this is a general part and it's part of the self individualization process which is so important for spiritual life that look i make my choice and you know this is a preparation the second part about you know sadhu banna visavis material life 
and i think one can be a sadhu while leading a material life and one can be an extremely material person while retreating in an ashram so this antagonism is very false there are people who may live in the ashram but may be extremely materially oriented bothering about uh, how is the weather today and you have you are wearing a nice dress where did you get it from <laughs> it's human nature no and there are people who may be far away look at you know <laughs> all of you <laughs> but having such a deep love for uh, the divine uh, or someone like you this urge to be a sadhu sadhu is a state it is not a situation it's not a circumstance so this is the second part of it as to when one would make a grand transition it's not about leaving material life but leaving one field and shifting the field that's all fields get shifted that is true it's like people often think i left uh, air force and now i have you know taken some kind of a you know as if i have retreated so i tell them no i have shifted the field like people who meditate what they are doing they are shifting the field from outside to within that's all you can only shift the field of nature with which you are engaged and that must be when there is an imperative call this call may be just to you know you feel such a great urge that you want to be in a certain um, force field or you want to give more and more time to something which uh, you are not able to give in your present uh, situation or circumstance so that shifting of field is valid but it should come as an imperative demand so perhaps people are there to ensure that it's so imperative that you can't live otherwise until then you have to nurture and nourish and see while one is still engaged with the world be as a sadhu in the world be 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 like our darling krishna <laughs> so and when there is a imperative call then follow it bonfire everything goes what people will think not think what whether you will land up with your head on the floor देखा जाएगा पर वो आना चाहिए अंदर से और वो जब आएगा तो इट यू नो देन इट इट इज इंपेरेटिव एक्चुअली सो यू कैंट हेल्प बट डू इट इट्स लाइक गोपीज गोपी भाव देन यू डोंट थिंक व्हाट पीपल विल से एंड हु विल डू व्हाट इट्स वेरी Uh, of course it's written in a it's a mystic poetry so it is written as a lover and beloved but it's of course is referring to the divine beloved amir khusro ki poetry hai have you heard this song mai to piya se naina milai re heard heard there's a very nice line in this uh, gadnari gawari kahe so kahe पीपल में थिंक आई एम ए बैड वुमेन गवार है बुद्धि नहीं है पर मैं तो पिया से नैना मिला आई रे आई हैव नो चॉइस बट टू लुक एट माई बिलवेड एंड मीट हिम इवन इफ द वर्ल्ड कॉल्स मी द वर्स्ट वुमेन अपॉन अर्थ आई एम नॉट डूइंग माई ड्यूटीज आई एम नॉट फुलफिलिंग एंड इट इज लाइक दैट देर है बीन इंस्टेंसिस इन आश्रम वेयर पीपल केम लाइक दैट बोथ मैन एंड वीमेन Shubhendra didn't say go and do your duty in the world life, and you have to first fulfill your obligations. No, 
but the call should be there others who wanted to escape he would say no stay in the world and first you and there is no doubt ashram uh, in a certain sense can facilitate because that atmosphere that's why when you go there you feel so that atmosphere um, i mean to start with leave aside the ashram as an institution that's not important it has a very relative importance let's put it like that Uh, because your work life and everything is structured in such a way that it uh, you you know like you don't have to keep taking off ki mujhe meditate karna it's understood that you know and you are given enough time for your growth so as an institution that's one part but it's the also more importantly the tapasya sthali of mother and shobindo so that's the radiance the samadhi of mother and shobindo is there so to all disciples who were outside mother and shobindo would suggest that you know you come and be here for some time to recharge yourself from from the place of central influence and then go back so this is something within the means of most people after a certain age it be, it becomes difficult no doubt i know devotees who have been outside and then after a while they cannot go and they are they are growing in that light but if you can go and can undertake the journey it's good to go once a year at least when you are abroad maybe when you are in india twice a year and uh, at least i i used to go four times a year and somehow manage reservation no reservation all the holidays and i had amazing experiences ghar wale bolte the kya hua tum kab aa rahe ho i i actually told lie chutti nahi mili i would pray to mother i am sorry but you know there is no other way if i bolunga chutti mili hai to ghar kyun nahi aa rahe ho शुरू में बाद में बोलने लगा छुट्टी मिली है बट आई वॉन्ट टू गो देर बाई देन देर डिस्कवर दैट ये तो गया हाथ से सो दिस इज वन पार्ट ऑफ इट सो इट इज गुड टू गो टाइम टू टाइम एंड दैट इज द रीजन वाई वन शुड हैव सम काइंड ऑफ ए सेंटर इवन वेन यू आर अवे इट्स नॉट पॉसिबल टू फॉर एवरीबडी टू ऑल द टाइम गो देर सो एटलीस्ट सम लिटिल स्पॉट सम स्पेस इन आवर हाउस इन पॉन्डिचेरी in um, bangalore and pune wherever we we were living uh, till we finally shifted to pondicherry we used to have a room which was only for meditation there was a time when we had just two and a half rooms small rooms and parents also came to live but wo jo aadha room tha wo meditation room tha wahan aur kuch nahi maheshwar bindu ka picture tha and you know just sit and read there so if even if there is one room it's good to have a little partition and a kona which is completely only for that and then i mean when you build your school keep this in mind it's, it's important to have the center from where you will draw nourishment so that teachers you students whenever they feel like there is a room where they can withdraw and uh, breathe that air how you will make it it's up to you even arvindai hospital has in all their chain of hospital they have a room like a room of silence yeah it's it's very good so that you know you can withdraw so these are things which uh, should be done and um, no doubt ashram provide but there is the flip side of it also if you start living then you take it for granted you every day can walk to the samadhi so i know people who just were just chatting and were chatting inside mother's room so they take it for granted it's it's and it's not about those people or these people anybody 
who starts living regardless sometime we begin to take it for granted oh it is there so but you have to still connect and drink deep so that's why the imperative call and i i know people who live there and have are living there for decades but uh, no more feel that intensity of aspiration as you feel outside because you are surrounded with this uh, wonderful <laughs> atmosphere water water everywhere so the shakti shakti everywhere so that's why sometimes this distance and coming and going is important and uh, <clears throat> there are other issues when you begin to live because um, when you are from a distance you go only for mother and shurbindo and i kisi se kya lena dena don't care about who is what when you begin to live there you start noticing bagal wala kaisa hai wo sadhak kaisa hai ye sab never get into according to all that that's why when you go to ashram just go for mother and shurbindo not for socializing and when you begin to live there know that everybody is being worked upon and that's what we are here for we are here for change nobody is a siddha everybody is a sadhak to remember this about oneself and also about everyone but it happens people will start observing are dekho wo kitna khana khata hai are khata hai uski samajh uske aur bhagwan ke beech mein ye problem hai there are people like that so don't judge anyone this is the one of the basic premise of spiritual life anyways mother says if you want to really discover the soul the first thing in fact she says necessary is the mind cannot judge spiritual things it cannot judge it cannot understand so get free of that and all this life is a training for that so when the time comes you will come till then work seva to karo yahan bahar seva karo lakshman ram ke sath the bharat dur the kisne ram ki zyada seva ki kaun keh sakta hai ram ne to dono ko waise hi pyar diya maybe all of you are meant to do something in melbourne so <laughs> so yeah do her work here maybe for this reason so there is a big question in mere andar bahut conflict thi i was not live and i was you know i just had adit and i was at home and there was lots of time to think about bhagor nahi tha job nahi jana tha aur pata nahi kyun constant conflict aur kitni baar prabhu se like usko point hi nahi samajh raha ki mujhe kyun wapas india jana hai झगड़े भी हो रहे नहीं हमारा कौन है कोई नहीं है चलो वापस वहाँ फैमिली तो है कुछ तो है नहीं 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 कान डू थिंक अबाउट इट यू यू आर गोइंग इन डिप्रेशन मुझे बोल रहे यू गोइंग इन मुझे पता है लाइक कॉन्स्टेंट 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 फाइटिंग पॉइंट ऑफ एंड आई टॉक टू मदर लाइक शी इज माई फ्रेंड बचपन से मेरी वही आदत है तो माँ क्या है यहाँ पे क्यों रखा है क्यों भेजा यहाँ क्यों यहाँ पे करवा दिया मेरा सारा पर अब तो बच्चा भी हो गया अब तो कोई गुंजाइश नहीं वापस जाने की ऐसे हो गया मतलब इस पॉइंट तक आ गई थी मैं फिर इनके ही घर पे एक दिन मेडिटेशन में हम लोग मिले थे यहाँ पर एंड वॉचिंग दैट वीडियो एंड वट एंड आई जस्ट टेंट इन टू दैट मेडिटेशन एंड समहा ऐसे एक लाइट बल्ब 
I say realization that as if, you know, mothers told me that I'm watching you and, you know, just wait. Just wait. Yes. And nothing after that. It was like, okay, I'll just wait, work on this instrument. Yes. As much as I can prepare, I'm not ready. If I go there, I'll take it for granted. and wherever you are you can remember her wherever you are you can love her wherever you are you can serve her so nobody can take away that from you but yes i i mean what shubindu said uh, much even then they were disciples outside and they were disciples in pondicherry right from shubindu's physical presence so this idea that disciples are only in ashram is an absurdity it, it never it never was in fact it was to that extent that disciples outside when they came to ashram they also joined the group and every activity now you don't have that privilege only if you are an ashram inmate you can join the group but well institutions have this issue they undergo these changes but the point is that um, uh, there were disciples outside and shubindu would always advise them to come time to time to pondicherry and draw this atmosphere and then go back so those who were asked to live in pondicherry was not because of incidentally some special spiritual development or special closeness that also is not true mother has used the word it there is in it was in it's an occult formation and occult representation it's it they are all representative beings on whom they are being who are being worked upon for a certain purpose so it's not like if you are more advanced now next level is ashram <laughs> it is not like that so while you are here do her work here the one thing i found is in india it was just very easy yes to live this life. india indian whole atmosphere in india Uh, you know you breathe it abhi abhi jaise ye hum log ye to balki it's very good that there were 15 some day 17 18 people i just can't imagine but if you go to india if you have a session 40 45 to 40 45 become just like that <laughs> you know <laughs> without any much uh, speaking about but that's okay if you have challenging and difficult conditions that means you are born and mission to do more difficult work so do that work let 2019 be the start of when we can start it uh, today itself reading something and then just follow it with mother we have that kind of a connection i mean she seems to be mind or whatever heart more approachable more close you talk to her like a friend or whatever but when it comes to shirovindo uh, he is more uh, i take him in lot of 
Like of course, he is awe inspiring. <laughs> but, but that kind of respect and awe and looking at the, I mean, he just, I look at, at him and it's like so much calm, strong, solid calm. But does it separate? separate no, it they are one. It's like you see Himalaya. So one is the majesty of the Himalayas. But equally, you can describe Himalaya as these, uh, you know, steps, these mountain peaks and they are all together also Himalaya. So the Divine Mother is that all comprehensive steps through which you climb to Mount Everest. So, but if you want to see the Himalaya in its totality and grandeur, it is Shurabindo. And if you want to climb the Himalayas, then all these steps of the Himalaya, right from the base, what are called as the foothills, right up to the mountain peak, Mount Everest, is the mother. So, it, they are one and the same. But uh, you see, like Shurabindo, when he writes, you feel he is moving from Kanchenjunga to Mount Everest. But you don't know the steps. <laughs> it's a huge gap. <laughs> Mother is all the steps from Kanchenjunga to Mount Everest. So, see, that's why she has become what she is. And that's why Shurabindo gave her the charge of leading the yoga. And Shubhinda said, all who are turned to the mother are doing my yoga. And then he says, the other proposition is not equally true. That all who are turned to Shurabindu are doing my yoga, he has himself said, <laughs> is not equally true. But all who are turned to the mother are doing my yoga. So when he himself has made it very clear, <laughs> so where is the doubt about it? They are one, but Shurabindo has, there is a reason why he is behind in that grandeur. He has to do, I mean he is also as accessible, but it's alright. He is there uh, in that majesty. Actually he prepares us to eventually surrender to the mother. If you read his memoirs at times you see a very sweet and simple side of him. I mean, not Oh, he is side. actually sweet and simple. Yeah. You don't realize seeing at the photographs and the readings and things that you image you form, but when you read his personal interactions with like Champaklal and other sadhus, he's just so much, I can't close this window, can you? Yeah, except, except for the Arya writings, that is the 14 to 20. And that's because he suddenly poured all the Mahaganga, he was bringing down the Mahaganga, supramental Mahaganga and carrying in his Jata and then releasing it in bits and pieces to the earth. That is the Arya writings. But other than that, if you read Shurabindo's life, beginning, middle, later on, it is all through you will see a child and a beautiful, you know, he is so close, so sweet. There are such beautiful stories. How even in the ashram, as, as you can say that, you know, as the supreme master of yoga, Waiting for his breakfast, sometime coming at 9, then 11, then 1 o'clock, then 3 o'clock in the afternoon and he is not saying, where is my breakfast? That's why it's good to read that 12 years with Sri Aurobindo. It's a remarkable book. Remarkable book. Niroddha, because he was in close, uh, 1938 to 1950, he was every day with Sri Aurobindo. In close company, so he has observed.
Always like a child, even the pre-Pondicherry days, if you see Sri Aurobindo, like a child. But I've never, I try to find so many. But child means, it's a divine, means who becomes a child, like Krishna. So he's a child in that sense. But if he brings out his power, then it's like majesty. <laughs> I mean, someone who could shake the British Empire by the power of his words. But if you see his personal life, he was like a child. What he writes to Milani Devi, Tum bahut boli ho. Sansar mein, evil mein se bhi bhagwan good nikal dete hai. The way he writings. Have you heard? Is there any resource where I can hear his voice? Yeah, I was I thinking mean, of that also. Only in the heart. No, no, there is none. The last was somebody had attempted to record it. Shubhinda had said not to do it, but I think it was some correspondent. Not sure, was it BBC or who? And uh, not correspondent, but somebody who had come disguised, and you know, and uh, spoke and they had put the tape recorder on. But it was all blank. He didn't want. His voice is the... That happened with one of mother's photographs as well. What yeah, yeah. Aradhi was. Right? She said, stop, don't take another one. She still clicked. When the film came out, it was black. <laughs> so, but people have described his voice. Very soft. Very, like a perfect gentleman. Yeah, but I'm kind of, kind of afraid from you know, when I make some mischief, but mother always smiles, I'm happy. Oh, Sri Aurobindo was that way, that way. Lot more uh, people used to feel in Sri Aurobindo's presence that they could do anything. Yeah, it's actually reverse that time. But it's when the mother came, they would be all. Even Sri Aurobindo has sometimes, you know, jokingly, you know, when somebody is reading the newspaper and all in. And suddenly Shubhinda would say, Mother is coming, Mother is coming. <laughs> everybody would everybody would sit like a sadhu bacha. <laughs> and Mother would come and say, So, what is going on? She is the Shakti. Of course, one can do mischief in her presence also. But I am just saying the, the way with Shubhinda, mistake, you know, Niruddha Aoi recounts that when... Uh, People would do all kinds of things and they would go to Shirbindo and Shirbindo would say, give him one last chance. And he says, I knew this last chance will keep on extending. He asked Shirbindo, why do you give such a long rope to your disciples? He said, Superman cannot be created otherwise. The long rope is necessary. So much, so many stories of his... Shirbindo is actually compassion incarnate. Compassion incarnate. Even the lowest of the low, the, the, the wicked, wickedest of the wicked, I can assure you, and the real examples, if they come and say to Sri that we take refuge in you, he would just say, all right. And the mother is love. So that love, actually what people used to feel with mother is the transforming love. Because that love is penetrating into your depths and seeing through. You can't wear a facade. With Shurabindu also, you can't wear a facade. But because of his that compassionate gaze, you will feel that, you know, you, you are okay. But with mother, 
the moment she sees, she begins to act upon you. She starts changing you. And that's what people felt ki, you know, she was uh, the pressure. But because she, she is mother, so she is not going to just see and say, it's okay. The moment she saw a problem or a defect or a difficulty or a serious resistance in nature, you stand before her and that love went into the depths and started changing. She was not judging or you know, you do mistakes, I can't do, I am a sinner, nothing like that. But that the power of that love is so scorching that people started feeling that we are completely nervous in Shurabindu would do nothing, his compassion, okay, <laughs> I'll carry you. <laughs> so that's why mother said two things, you should never forget Shurabindu's compassion and the mother's love. Or kuch nahi hai vaha, or kuch shulka, koi judge, punishment, kuch nahi, just that. Shurabindu's and mother's, uh, them and Krishna, the play of them and what sadhaks have seen that always brings out a bit of a is a wrong take mm-hmm. kind of a thing many stories it is important to read uh, about their life one of the things is 12 years with shurabindu another one is rishab chand's shurabindu his life unique for mother's life there is a short biography with by bill fred there are no, it's difficult to write about mother's life. They are, there are, like uh, Srinivas Iyengar has written, and uh, that is good. Uh, George Van Brickham has written, and uh, Sujata Nahar. But none of them are able to bring out that embodied love. It's, I mean, a biography to some extent, Niroda's sweet mother, and. Uh, Amal Kiran's talks, the mother, uh, our light and delight, uh, little bit touch upon these aspects. But writing a biography of the mother is actually next to impossible. Many-sided Shakti. Uh, Shurbindo, uh, these two biographies are very good, at least, you know, they are very nice. Not biographies, but glimpses of Shurbindo's life. It was my Nanaji, you know, in Dhar. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I just went in and uh, just to pranam as when I, I went into the home and he gave me the prashad. He had just come out of the seva and, uh, and then he told, he just intuitively told me about a thing that he was thinking then or uh, that one of the sadhaks, I don't remember the name, he went into Sriyavindu's room for something that he had to interact. And uh, he saw Sriyavindu deep in meditation sitting on his chair and Krishna was standing just next to him yes. so he had that and he was like and that yes. when he told me just came over me and it just stayed for very long that was very strong many many stories of mother and Shubhinda with regard to Krishna Shubhinda is like the mighty majestic Himalaya but the same Himalaya when it melts and becomes Ganga and that is mother <laughs> so Yes, he was amazing. You have not met his grandfather, no? I met. Yeah, he, he, he asked for the last marriage, I think, that he came to. 
and he gave us uh, one mantra to write down in his book. He used to write down. I know. Mm-hmm. That mantra that he used to write down in his book all the time. He, he gave a chance to one of us each, then you write down once and then you write down once in the same book in his continuation. And I think after that, just one year he just... Amazing personality. I have stayed at his grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. Uh, as, uh, I have one quote in one of Like Mother said, every work you did, uh, do in a right spirit is a meditation. Uh, sometimes we make mistakes as well. Sometimes we make someone sad or that. Do some bad thing. Not intentionally or maybe intentionally. Should we also surrender those things to Mother? Even more so. But again, we should differentiate between things which are done intentionally and unintentionally. When you walk your way and make your choices, some people may get sad. It's not your... Neither your deed nor the consequences are anyways connected to you. You must be true to your own calling, always. If people feel bad, well, they need to change. Sampaklalji had cut off his janeo. Or rather, mother had asked him, why are you wearing this? <laughs> See, he would break all these notions. <laughs> so he said, no, if I remove it, you know, my parents will feel bad. She said, maybe they will evolve. So, <laughs> she had very many ways of training people, like somebody offering, you know, we give only with the right hand. So... Um, Mother asked for a flower vase, he had book in the right hand, so he passed it to the left hand, picked up the flower vase and gave to Mother. Mother said, why did you do this? Mother, we are supposed to do with the right hand. said, why not? Why not with the left? Everything is divine. So she asked him to keep, change, <laughs> give her with the left hand, to break this whole idea of, you know, left and right. So, what we do may hurt people because... But as long as we are doing it because it's the true thing to do. That used to be our dilemma like going to Pondicherry. People may feel ki like, you know, you should spend more time with us. But that's okay. We are making a choice. It doesn't mean we love less or whatever it is. Even if you love less, you are being true to your calling. That's it. At the end of the day, that's the only thing which will matter. If one has the calling, one should do that. And the second is intentionally trying to hurt people is certainly not good. I don't think any of you does that. You are probably... That is not intentionally doing hurting. Anger is largely not... uh, most For most human beings, it's a reaction. Impulsive thing. You get angry and then, you know, it hurts and you feel bad because, you know, you have hurt someone... It's not that you wanted to hurt and therefore you said, anger, come, I'm going to throw this. That intentional hurting is something still different. I mean, anger hurts and we should not be angry. But intentional hurting is when we really want to... Everybody gets angry. I think that... No, no, no. There is no... Because human nature is the same. 
that would be like <laughs> putting a <laughs> lot of pressure on the two of them. <laughs> you can expect yeah. the same thing between platforms. <laughs> every, every, everyone, you see, uh, it's a, and there is a reason behind it. Like most women get angry. They, this, <laughs> it's not. Kaliru. exactly. All men after that begin to worship them as Kali. <laughs> So, अच्छा है काली रूप तो होना चाहिए ना दर्शन हो Also because um, because in most places women in India for a long time they have been relegated to childbearing not only India everywhere because they give birth to the child so it's a Truth that in many ways they lose out on their life. There's no doubt about it. They, uh, you know, and they feel frustrated about it. They don't know what to do, whom to say. Then there is the factor of dependency. For everything, uh, uh, now times are changing, but they depend on the man. You want to make a trip, let's say to Pondicherry, you have to take permission, you have to ask money and all that. I mean, an average house setup, I'm saying. If a man has to go, he just simply informs that I have planned a trip to Pondicherry. That's it. I have got the tickets. Chalna hai kya tumko saath mein? Chalna hai to chalo. Nahi chalna hai to koi baat nahi. Main ho ke aata hoon. So, women, uh, ordinarily, times are changing, but they can't do it. Yeah, it's flipped now. They want to... Huh? It's flipped now. Flipped. <laughs> it's flipped now. <laughs> Naturally. And it should, it should flip. It should flip. It should flip. But um, up till now, this was the way of life. And you know, uh, see all the prescriptions, take simple marriage. Hota hai. So, both husband and wife go and meet different relatives, isn't it? Different sides. So, wife ke liye norms hote hai. Whether it's the dress you'll wear, what you'll do, morning mein, kitchen mein, isab hote hai na norms. Husband ke liye koi norm hota hai, jab wo apne sasral jata hai. एक ही नॉर्म होता है दामाद जी आप रेस्ट करो आप तो राजा हो उसका क्या नॉर्म है जो चाहे करे वो बैठ के सुबह बूट के टीवी देख रहा है पूरा दिन एंड स्टिल दामाद जी आप कुछ लोगे जीजा जी आप ये खाओगे पर वाइफ जब अपने ससुराल जाएगी तो वो सुबह चार बजे से उठ के सीएस टू सडनली यू नो ट्रांसफॉर्म हर सेल्फ वर्कहोलिक मशीन सी एस टू ड्रेस इन ए सर्टन वे वो लड़का है वो बिना बनियान के एक लुंगी डाल के घूम रहा है दामाद जी है एट द मोस्ट समबडी विल से आपको वो ले आएंगे शाम को ससुर जी एक पजामा कुर्ता की उनको कपड़े नहीं है शायद पर बोलने की हिम्मत नहीं होगी कि क्या लुंगी पहन करके घूम रहे हो तो ये सब हिपोक्रेसीज हैं और बिकॉज ऑफ ऑल दिस दी फ्रस्ट्रेशन ऑफ पर्टिकुलरली इंडियन वीमेन इट्स अंडरस्टैंडेबल वाई इट इज माउंटेड इट्स अंडरस्टैंडेबल दैट व्हेन दे आर ब्रेकिंग द नॉर्म टुडे दे आर गोइंग ओवरबोर्ड लाइक इंडिया में एसेटिसिज्म सो अब जब वो मेटीरियलिज्म से खेल रहे दे नेवर फॉर ए लॉन्ग टाइम बिकॉज ऑफ द बुद्धिस्ट इन्फ्लुएंस नाउ दे आर गोइंग ओवरबोर्ड मेटीरियलिस्ट विच इज ओके दिस इज अ फेज टू गो थ्रू दैट फेज आपने 2000 साल से यू टॉट देम नॉट यू डिट नेवर टॉट देम हाउ टू हैंडल मैटर यू ओनली टॉट देम टू शन वर्ल्डली लाइफ सो नाउ वेन दे आर सडनली द बबल ऑफ एसेटिसिज्म इज बस्ट बिकॉज इट वॉज ऑलवेज अ बबल 
It's not real because life was not created for asceticism. Otherwise there would be no life. If divine wanted only nirvana, there would be no nirvana. You never taught people how to engage with life. You only taught them meditation and you know, uh, the supra cosmic absolute. So when they have to deal with life, they don't know how to talk even to their own uh, children, to their wife in their workspace because they just lost all that. In Vedic times it was not like that. There was a Sanskriti, but it's very unfortunate. So now women are is the age of Shakti. So every woman is now Kali and Durga. But uh, I've seen, especially in my world, that like, women have a lot of power as compared That is a soft power. But and see, what? that time, because they accepted this uh, locus standi, that we'll be like this. So they turned it eventually turns into a kind of tapasya. But now, uh, but in the bargain, uh, that what you are describing so true, that power, it never had its full play in the world which could have enriched and uplifted. My own mother, I know, in like those days, padhai likhai jada nahi, mera bhi, because six children died, then my sister, then me. So the gap between me and my mother, she was in her early 40s when I was born. So it's almost like my grandmother or two generation like that. And extremely intelligent lady. We knew because when we would talk to her, she would pick up things like this. Super brilliant. But she never studied. So she was at home. She never went out for work. So, uh, so much energy and possibility and capacity never got into the play or help society. And it and this is when uh, my father had no such qualms, but there was no possibility. If you have not studied at home, what will you do? <laughs> Obviously, you can't go and start, you know, doing some menial work. So, that was the situation. Now, because they are studying, their intelligence is coming into play and it's very good. Times are changing. And even like physically, like we had gone for a vacation and we all yes. came in the morning, early morning, 4 or 5 a.m. And me, my father and my brother, we were so tired, we slept and she did all like... Exactly, that's it. Breakfast and how? Yes. <laughs> no, I think she's tired as well, just that... Yeah, but that's the love. She is, that's what. So because somebody has to do and that's, that's what I'm saying, it's a tapasya. It's the love, it's that uh, power and you know, she just accepted this.